one love, yo. Yeah, that's right, he's got game. If man is the father, the son is the center of the earth In the middle of the universe Then why is this verse coming six times rehearsed? Don't freestyle much, but I write them like such Word. Amongst the fiends controlled by the screens What does it all mean, all this shit I'm seeing? Human <laughs> beings screaming vocal javelins Sign of a local nigga unraveling uh -huh. My wandering got my ass wondering With crisis and all this crisis Hating Satan never knew what nice is Check the papers, well I bet on ISIS More than your eye can see and ears can hear Year by year all the sense disappears Nonsense perseveres, prayers laced with fear Beware, two triple O's It might feel good, it might sound a little something But damn the game, if it don't mean nothing What is game, who got game, where's the game in life Behind the game, behind the game I got game, she got game, we got game They got game, he got game It might feel good, it might sound a little something But fuck the game if it ain't saying nothing Damn, was it something I said? I got game, he got game, she got game, you got game, and a whole bunch of young black men got a lot of game and some money from last night. What's up? It's your boy Rance, aka Ray Cash. Welcome to a special NBA draft slash trade slash crazy ass stuff going on in the world edition of the Three Man Weave. Three Man Weave, of course, is brought to you by TheChairShot.com in conjunction with the TheChairShot. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I didn't. I didn't even play that. Like he must know that we're recording without him, and he just kind of jumped into the. Sorry about that. Damn it, Platt. You're not on this one. That's what happens when you don't have Christopher Platt. So yes, it is the pick and roll. You got you got your point guard and your power forward. It's your boy PC Tunney with me, the commissioner, of course. What's happening, my brother? Oh man, yeah, it's been a. Boy, you know, usually in the summer you get past uh, the All-Star weekend and you have this doldrum, uh, but the sports world has continued with the extension of the NBA playoffs into the summer, some great Olympic stuff going on, obviously the NBA draft last night, and man, it's just sports has not stopped being uh, first and foremost on our radar here. The, you, you said it perfectly. The With the NBA, with the finals going as late as they did, the Olympics happening right. literally the very next week. Sure. Training camp starts. The Hall of Fame game is in like a week and a half. Right. It's crazy. Like, it everything. And then, I mean, we're going to talk baseball today. But baseball is in crazy time of year right now. So, yeah, it's, it's a good time to be a sports fan. It's probably, I don't know, this is kind of a big notwithstanding, but coronavirus notwithstanding. <laughs> this may be one of the best sports years we've ever had. Yeah, it's been really interesting. I mean, obviously for me, it's been a freaking blast. I know most of it, 99% of the NBA season was a blast for you. Um, but you're like you said, yeah, baseball's heating up. I know our boys are, t I don't know, are you an Astros fan? I am a, technically I'm a Diamondbacks fan, Diamondbacks fan. So yes, I know. Uh, yeah, we we don't enjoy uh, September, October very much down well, we, in the valley. We appreciate the trade you just made with my Milwaukee Brewers, solidifying our right. infield. That I third baseman, I believe Escobar, we picked up from you guys. So you're welcome. That's all. That's all we are basically is just a, a <laughs> conduit for other teams. Like I, I, I still hate that we lost Paul Goldschmidt. So you know, is what it is. 
Yeah, that's what happens. I mean, it happened to the Brewers for some time, too, when they weren't as good. You know, in that smaller market, and you just can't hang on to guys. You, instead of losing them for nothing, you, you trade them, and hopefully you get some good favor in, in trades uh, down the road with teams you can work with. So, But we're going to get into all that, man. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, plenty of NBA talk. Should we get to that? Let's do it. Legit question for you. Sure. You think John? You think John Tess can hoop? Ah, he's tall, but that doesn't mean. I mean, like if you're, if if you've actually played basketball, like let's just say you made your varsity high school basketball team, you 100% know it. It shit. Don't, I mean, don't mean shit if you're tall. Like I don't give a fuck how tall you are. If you know how to, if you don't know how to play, and you're playing against people that know how to play, it don't mean a damn thing. I, I don't. Maybe, maybe he's okay. Maybe he's really good. Who knows? I bet you he got a hell of an elbow jumper. Oh, I God. bet you he you got think, a great oh, so, 15 foot. Yeah, you, so <laughs> apparently John Tesh went to high school in the 30s and 40s, according to Ray. John Tesh is like 95 years old. There's no John way. John Tesh, yeah. AKA, AKA Jimmy Chitwood. Uh, man, come on now. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure dude went to high school in the 70s or something, and he's probably a big Dr. J fan. He's got all the moves, right? Oh, you think he's up there dunking on Oh, okay. John Tesh is like, if there's one thing I could do, it was finger roll. He's like Iceman. He's a George Gervin <laughs> fan. John Teshby finger rolling all over the place. Well, speak. You're speaking of some great legends of the of the past. Well, what's old is new, and what's new is old again. And if you've looked at the draft last last night, we're going to speak on the on the major trade that happened. But I want to speak on the draft for just a second because I don't think there is going to be a Kobe or a LeBron or a, a Jordan or like an all time great player in this draft. But there's a lot of legitimate talent. Kay Cunningham coming first from Oklahoma State, uh, going to the Pistons. It's a fantastic pick. You got Jalen Green, who might be more of a star than Kate is, going to the Rockets at number two, Evan Mobley. The big man from USC going number three to Cleveland. The surprise was Scotty Barnes getting picked over my boy from Gonzaga, yep. going to uh, Toronto and yep. Orlando. It's Orlando, right? Got, yep, you got it. Got Jaylen. Mm-hmm. Orlando got Jalen Green. Shout Jaylen, out to Orlando Jalen Suggs. Suggs. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, sir. No, you're Thank good. You. I, I love the fact that Cole Anthony and Jalen Suggs are going to play together for the next 10 years. That's going to be a very fun twosome. But, man, it was a really interesting draft. A lot of good talent. Um, curious to see where these guys end up in the next two, three years. But as this year has showed you, these boys can come out here and they could contribute early. What did you think about kind of the – the major picks, the people we knew, and uh, where they went, and what's possibly going to happen in the future with those guys. Yeah, you know, some people are real high on Kate Cunningham. I believe Kendrick Perkins said he's he's one of the better wing players to come out since Kobe Bryant. I guess I guess it all remains to be seen. Um, I Jalen Green, I think, is the highest draft pick to not go um, since having to be out a year to not to go come from the G League. Um, I think Brandon Jennings was the was one of the the Mello. first. Well, Lamello, I mean, once they put the once, the, what's that? Lamelo last year, because you know he played in Australia. Right, but uh, he's Jalen Green was the second pick. What was Lamelo? Was he first? Third. Third. He was third. Okay, yeah. so Jalen Green's the highest pick of that of that status. Yeah. I say. Um, Evan Mobley's a real interesting player to me. He's seven feet tall, but he's only like 215, 220 pounds. He can handle the ball. He can get to the rim with the ball. So he could be a really interesting player. Uh, I thought that the 
Warriors either set themselves up with a couple of decent young players or they set themselves up to make a nice trade. Um, Jonathan Kaminga, and then they got Moses Moody, who I think is perfect for them. He's like another Clay Thompson. Um, yep. So we'll, we'll see what happens guy, there. Yeah. Uh, J- James Booknight dropped all the way down to the Hornets. I'm sure they were excited about that. Uh, and then Alperin Sengun uh, from Besektis, the Turkish League, is supposed to be one hell of a player. Won the Turkish Super League and the MVP there at the age 18 of 18. years old. Yeah, and his stats projected in somebody's projections are the best since Luca and Anthony Davis coming in to the league. So some real interesting things there. I know the bucks traded down and made two late picks. Um, couple They're not going to use them. A they, big guy yeah, and a wing that's... player. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, I, I, it was really interesting to see what happened. I don't think there were as many big trades as we thought, but obviously there was one big trade. There um, was not a lot of big trades, but there were, there were some trades, you know, sure. uh, the Valentinus trade was a pretty significant one for the uh, development of John Moran and the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, Houston did well with the picks you just mentioned with Green and what's my boy name from, from Turkey? You just oh, named his name. Um, but he went. He ended up with he the Rockets. No, he ended up with the Rockets. Houston, Houston ended up getting U- Usman Garuba and Josh Christopher later in the draft. Houston is the Rockets, sir. No, uh, I mean the Thunder got Alperin Sengun. Oh, okay, all right. I, I I don't know why I thought he went to Houston. Okay, my bad. Um, you got Usman yes. G- Garuba. Before we talk about the trade, <laughs> don't make me pronounce any more names, damn it. I mean, hey, you're my translator, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think I got most of them so far. Brother, the Warriors are very getting very close to Celtics kind of the Celtics kind of uh situation in that they're they have so many assets that they can flip. They got to flip them eventually, right? Cuz how long did uh, did the Celtics have all these first round picks and top 5 picks and did nothing and now look at where they are? Yeah, I mean, they've set themselves up to do one thing or the other, right? Um, do you do you need to make sure these guys can play right now because Steph and Clay are getting older and Draymond? Or do you know that they have four or five years left still, right? Uh, look, okay, so do they have four or five years left? Technically, yes. Maybe not Dre, but Clay and Steph do, but not at this level, not at championship level, not at a championship level. Um, so like if you think you can steal one or two more finals appearances or championships, you want to win now. So, but none, Hey, they, they're stacked. They, you're right. They have the opportunity to make whatever trade they want. And speaking of trades, your boy, LeBron, the greatest general manager in the league, LeBron James. I don't know who Rob Polinka is. I've heard that name before. LeBron James is the greatest general manager in the league. He went to Washington, D.C., Put the ski mask on and robbed <laughs> and robbed the Washington Wizards. Well, they what they give up? They gave up Kuzma. They gave up um, Contagious Color Pope and Harrell, and then that twenty something pick. And they got two. Th- so the picks basically washed. They got two seconds, and they gave up a twenty something pick. No big deal. So it's really those, excuse me, those three players for Russell Westbrook, yeah. right? Yeah. What do you, what do you, what, go ahead. You give your thoughts on, on how much better this makes the Lakers and I'll go second. And you could probably already tell by my tone. Yeah. And we have already had these Russell Westbrook discussions. So go ahead. You, I'm people, not, they won't be surprised by what I have to say at the very least. Sure. I'm not a Russell Westbrook believer. I don't believe in him per se. And you, I don't think we can make a fair assessment until they have 12 people that are signed to the roster, which they don't right now. It's like, they got like six people signed. 
So when we get a full roster, I think we can make a better assessment. But I can say this. The one thing that Russell Westbrook brings to any team that is a positive is he will instantly make your team more competitive. And the Lakers were very old and very kind of lackadaisical as they played. They're very much a team like remind me of the early 2000s Pistons. We'll play good when we got to play good. Russ is going to make you play every night. And I don't know if that's going to affect LeBron, but these younger people that's going to be down, maybe even AD. Because AD is a guy who we've all criticized that he has all the talent in the world to be the best player in the world, but doesn't play that way every night. Russ will, will help that. They need shooters. They need size. But if Russ can understand his role, understand, man, you are number three on this team and don't ask any questions otherwise, they'll be fine. Uh, see, I, I I agree with the fact that, okay, you're number three, right? But I, like, I kind of disagree because I think the best way to utilize Russell Westbrook on that team is now for Davis and LeBron to turn into two of the shooters they need and let Westbrook Mm. consistent basis facilitate because Westbrook can still get to the hole. Westbrook can still finish. Westbrook can still rebound. Westbrook is not as good of and consistent of outside shooter as Davis and LeBron are. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, when Westbrook's out, LeBron is in, and you still have that dynamic where you have one of the best facilitators in the game in no matter what. It really allows LeBron to be able to not play as many minutes and not be as poor on getting good shots on offense. Because you could see last year when LeBron would come out of the game, they still had Davis from a defensive perspective point of view and from a scoring point of view but not a facilitating and shot creating point of view davis can get his own shot but there's a lot of defenders in the league that can make that less of what you're really looking for on a half court you know kind of offensive set so they do have to get more shooters but they do have versatility now it's funny because they picked up a guy who's that small in russell westbrook but they got immensely better reboundingly and defensively like Russell Westbrook is not afraid to do it in the league. Right. He is, you know, he he's not afraid to get in there and make stuff happen and go ahead and get rebounds for your team. So, an upgrade, yes. I still don't think this makes them more of a favorite than Brooklyn or Milwaukee to be honest with you. Um, no, no. But they but I think this solidifies that they're still going to be the favorite in the West. Sure, and it's a, just a wait and see kind of thing too. I mean, where does Kawhi end up here? I mean, the fun part is going to be when does free agency start now, right? Isn't free agency start today? Free agency starts August 2nd. Okay. They can I, start talking in August 6th and so start they, signing. Okay, so they give them the weekend and then the kind of a week there. That makes sense. I knew yeah. it was like instantly after the draft. like all Because usually yes. it's free agency had already started. So yes. I think free agency is going to be more fun than the draft, to be honest with you. Um, Absolutely. I, I can't wait to see where some key players go. And and we'll save that. We'll save that for Chris. Maybe we'll jump into that. Um, you'll, you'll still hear us on Wednesday. Um, but we, we thank you all for tuning in today for uh, Friday evening. So... And for the record, remember, Kawhi tore partially his ACL, so sure. I don't know how much of the season he'll play this year. Right, but I mean, I would imagine, yeah, yeah that's, would he be ready for the short, playoffs? Out. Would he be ready for the playoffs? I don't know. It's a good question. Where does Chris Paul he, end up? That's a good, yeah. So these are the questions. That's a good question. Bradley, more like that. Does Bradley Beal stay in Washington now? Ben Simmons, you know, they try to get a God off, Godfather offer for him. That's a good question. I'll tell you this to get back kind of to the to the Russ and the Lakers thing. Yeah. Number one, yeah. Russell instantly is the best rebounder on that team. That's horrible. <laughs> Number two, I feel so bad for Montrez Harrell because he came there leaving the perfect role in, in on the other side of the arena with the Clippers. 
perfect role there. Six man, you get you get thirty five minutes, won the award, great great situation. Went to the Lakers because he was promised a starting role. He's going to be the man here. You're going to do like be a part of this. Got pushed back because not only did you sign one Mark Gasol, but you signed Andre Drummond on top of that and got put at the end of the bench. And now you opt into your contract just to get shipped all the way back to the Wizards. Ooh. Well, I hate, I hate, I hate it for that man. At least the job pays well. The job pays well, and you know what? But no, I get it. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm just. That was joke. I mean, I, I, no, I you're right. from from a from a from a from a team perspective of 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 having a, from a from your team ceiling perspective, right? I mean, Washington. As much as Dave thinks they should be in the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, whenever we talk to him, <laughs> and I love you, Dave. You know, but like, let's be realistic. They'll be lucky to make the playoffs this next year. The East may not be. You, you can argue between the, the powerhouses in the East and the West now, but and the East is not as – it has a little bit more depth than it used to. It's still not all the way there with Absolutely. the amount of games over 500 the seven and eight seeds are in the West, but it's getting there, right? Yeah, and I mean, the, for, for years, the top three or four in the East has always been maybe the more quality teams. Um, also, if I'm the Glakers, I'll trade the Hollywood side to get rid of Kyle Kuzma. Like, you want – you. You want the you want the you want the forum? You can have it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You want you want uh San Marino Beach? Whatever you want. We'll give you San Diego just to get rid of Kyle Kuzma. Like Kyle Kuzma got to go. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Any any other thoughts from the NBA draft last night? I mean, I thought it was a pretty cool night. There's some really se- interesting picks in the second round. I it's funny. I I don't know. It's like a lot of guys I feel like could be potential all-stars and then at the same time i could look back at this draft and go oh there was like three good guys in this draft it's it's odd well i'll tell you this it definitely won't be uh definitely won't be 2000 right <laughs> nothing's worth in the year 2000 it's words of kenyon martin by the way but i the, i think the best moment of the night was the uh love and respect shown to terrence clark and his family terrence clark is a player who played for university of kentucky that died tragically and uh would have easily been a top lottery pick this year i don't i can't place them that's not fair to do and you know in depth but uh i love first, that the nba does these kind of things first round for sure first round i, I, I say lottery but right yeah, but i'm saying regardless of the kind of yeah. season that's what we're talking about yeah a major pick would have been a guy doing the circuit with all these other guys but um i appreciate the nba always they did this with with isaac austin from baylor a few years ago who had to retire because of he had the congenital eye disease or whatever. I appreciate the fact that they show love to these people because, you know, the NBA slogan is NBA cares. And a lot of the time you don't believe that shit. This makes you feel like they believe it. Right. If nothing else to take care of their own and shout out to that. Cause we've seen too many people. I mean, I know it's been a long time and I know it may have happened when we were little lads. Right. But, I mean, it's not that it's not that far from Lenny Bias and what happened to him. So it's good to always show love to these people who unfortunately didn't make it. So good on Adam Silver and good on the NBA. I think that's a great place for us to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back talking about the MLB trade deadline uh, as we record. I think they got uh, four and a half hours left through the afternoon on Friday. Uh, you're listening to Three Man Weave, part of ChairShot Radio Network, associated with the ChairShot.com. Always use your head.
Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. So Tony, I got one more question for you. Sure. Why does L.A. hate Washington so bad? <laughs> I, I don't. Is that okay? Um, it might seem like that. I'm just saying. Like, because we, we just spoke about the Russell Westbrook trade. Sure. Well, Major League Baseball, <laughs> they were not going to be outdone yesterday yeah. by the draft. You know, it's funny. I, I kind of flashed the signal to anybody that wanted to come on and we're doing an impromptu three-man weave here for Friday night. We're, we're also going to record today on something really fun here after this for something for Saturday morning, which you can, I would say, majority of Saturday mornings, you'll find us doing something off the wall on three-man weave. So look for us on that spot. Obviously, this is not changing our time. This is extra fun for you guys. Three-man weave, still Wednesday nights, every Wednesday night. That is, that's probably one of our most current shows. We finished recording that show literally an hour before it comes up. So that was our, that's mm-hmm. our most current show to check out. But yeah, I threw that out there, uh, and I said, anybody, anybody want to record a couple things? You know, we had the awesome NBA night, and and what we're talking about today. And poor Dave, he's like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to think about it. You know, he's Washington fan through and through. And you know, at least they kept Ovechkin, buddy, uh, uh, for the Caps. But yeah, I mean, Westbrook's gone, and now not only uh Scherzer who who's like okay he's kind of getting older but he's still really good but whatever we'll get mm-hmm. something for him but Trey Turner too Trey Turner's That's one of the weird. best 10 players in baseball in my opinion the way the guy he's five to a player the guy can hit for power he hits for average he steals bases and he's got a really good glove so wow yeah sad day for Dave That's a pretty big trade um but it... Well, to stick the, the, to, to stick with the Dodgers before you get to your thoughts on the moves that they've made, they also made a move that's really under the wire. If this guy can get back to being healthy, he's he's had I think a COVID run in and had some kind of a not not a not a horrible injury that's gonna hopefully not linger the rest of the year. But um, Dan, I believe it's Dan Duffy from Kansas City, a starter who's got really great numbers this year, is a starting pitcher that LA has picked up the Dodgers as well. So to me, that's just as important as these other two guys. You know, it's interesting too to think about because you always, when you're on a chase, when you're contending and you want to kind of gear up for that September, October run, you always want to get as much pitching as you can. Always pitching wins in the postseason. But you think about these moves they're making Duffy. And of course, Scherzer, you got to remember, they got to replace Trevor Bauer because he may never, he may never, may never play again. He ain't coming back this year. I don't think so. Do if you? ever. They just postponed his, his hearing to like, um, third week of august or something like that yeah he's done for the year and there's a chance legit chance it might be done for good so you have to replace that he was their ace so like that's a lot to you know to have to kind of replace I, i think they've done well 
I'm sorry. I don't mean to keep piling on, but I have to mention that Washington also traded their closer, Brad Hand, to the Blue Jays. Oh, my goodness. I hope Davis is listening to the show. He's in the corner somewhere with his hands over his head, just rocking back and forth. There'll be better days. There'll be better days. There'll be better days. You, you know when you know when when the fans of of Washington sports, DC sports, are hoping for the football team to be the saving grace. Oh, and we it's haven't a even bad time for we DC haven't even fans. mentioned Kyle Schwarber yet either. <laughs> you mentioned Kyle Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber was a former Chicago Cub. Yep. How about Rizzo going to the Yankees? Well, the Yankees they pick up two good left-handed bats. I mean, a predominantly almost all right-handed lineup in Yankee Stadium just seems laughable when if you have a lefty he can hit a 320 foot uh, pop-up down the line and it's it's gone right so yeah. they add Gallo and they add Rizzo Gallo is a lot more of a swing and miss kind of guy but he can definitely help mm-hmm. defensively in the outfield and then with Luke Voigt being injured once he comes back they'll have great options as far as DH and first base but Rizzo is just a great pickup, a great clubhouse guy, a consistent leader and consistent guy at the plate. Yeah, the Yankees just got a whole hell of a lot better offensively. Is he the closest thing they've had as far as kind of the, the prototypical captain since Jeter retired, you think? Uh, that's difficult for me to say. I haven't necessarily paid a lot of attention to Yankees baseball for the most part, but it, it's possible. He's a guy who can come in there and definitely, they got a lot of guys in there that are, that are good veterans though, but we just know about Rizzo's, uh, personality and how it comes across, yeah. especially through the media and, and, and the, the charisma that he's had with the Cubs. Like you mentioned, he's, he has a lot of playoff experience and, and that is something that would help any team, not just the Yankees. Speak, speaking of that. Question for you. This yeah. has nothing to do with trades, but we're speaking baseball. We don't get a chance to talk a lot of baseball. Well, I mean, in mentioning the all league. the Washington players that got traded there, we, we we capped up most of the trades there. Sorry. Okay. This is <laughs> this is the three-man weave of We Apologize to Dave episode. You're listening to Chairshot Radio <laughs> Network on the Chairshot.com. We sorry, Washington. Yeah. We sorry. Yeah, we, um, we don't hate you. Tell me. I don't understand. And I'm a baseball fan. Do I keep up with like I should? No. But I'm a, I love the sport. I don't understand how one team could have the two most transcendent players of the past 50 years almost and be so regularly terrible. What is wrong with the Angels? Yeah, that's a mystery. Um, It's obviously they they don't have the best. They don't have the most complete lineup, um, but from top to bottom, and and they don't have the most complete pitching staff either. Uh, while While you do have two of the best players of the last, you know, to, let's put it this way. Well, you do have two of the best players in baseball history. Let's just put it out there. Shohei, Shohei Otani, no matter what happens, he's having maybe the greatest season of all time. Um, yep. And it doesn't seem like he's going to get worse. It, if anything, he just stops pitching. I, I would almost turn him into a relief pitcher, a guy that you know is eligible to pitch more often than not. And that way he's in the line. He's still in the lineup every day, but you don't have to worry about filling that starting role. That's yeah. just me. They're doing. He's doing a good job starting right now and, and planning and everything else. They're doing what they got to do. They're better minds. He's than mine. not gonna do that. He's not gonna do that for ten years. Right. I just but, don't see. It. But you look at like you could just say the pitching. Basically, you could look at their pitching staff from top to bottom because you look at a team like we'll just say a team. We'll talk about Milwaukee. Look at their look at their uh, look at their bats from top to bottom. Nothing really impressive. I mean. Uh, Yelich is out, and he has barely batting 200 this year. I don't even think he has 10 home runs. So it's not like we still yeah, have that superstar in there. But if you look at our starters, if you look at our staff ERA, if you look at the end of our 
at the end of the game, you have to face Devin Williams and then Josh Hader. Like, come on now. We had three starters on the all-star team, Woodruff, Barnes, Peralta, right? Yeah. Like, that's going to be yeah. tough to beat in the playoffs. So you look at – it's more about a complete team and not just two of the best players, most dynamic players in baseball history. Okay, so then speaking of that, who has the most complete team in baseball right now? I mean, it would have to be – you'd have to just look at – you can just, just look at the NL West, right? Uh, regardless of losing Bauer, and I think Kershaw's injured or, or not on, on the injured list right now, um, missing those key components, they're still excellent offensively. If you look at their lineup from top mm-hmm. to bottom, it's a complete batting order. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Giants are, are the best team in baseball right now, and the Padres mm-hmm. with the dynamics that they have on their team as well. I, I mean, the Brewers are a good team. I'd love to see what they do hitting-wise. They did pick up Escobar from your Diamondbacks, third baseman who hits for yes. power. So that was a nice trade. Uh, and then you look in the American League, there's a number of really good teams over there. I mean, the Boston Red Sox are, are obviously, they made a deal. I think they're the ones that got Schwarber. Got Schwarber, I'm not they mistaken. got Schwarber, yeah. But obviously the Yankees just got better. Um, the whole top of that East, I mean, the Tampa Bay Rays are really good. Uh, look at look at the look at the experiment that's happening in Chicago with the White Sox. All these young players being led by crusty old Tony La Russa and, you know, they're 17 games over 500. They have the largest lead in any division of eight games over the new Cleveland Guardians. So, And then you have the Astros and the A's. So there's a lot of good teams in baseball right now. It's going to be interesting, that wild card. Um, so Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it's hard to say. There's two of them now, right? It's two wild card teams now? Right. So they went back to two. Like last year, they added more wild cards because of the shortened season. But, yes, the way it works over there is you got your three division winners. And then the, the the best two teams outside of that, they will have um, a one-game play-in. And mm-hmm. then you'll be set with your four teams on each side. Otherwise known as the Jose Batista game. There you go. Yeah, Joey Bats, baby. I, Boy, hey, I, I'm all greatest for, backflip I've ever seen. I'm all for less, like, you know, being upset when things happen. Like, if you don't like it, strike them out. If you don't like it, get a hit. Right, like oh, like like the Javi Baez thing that just happened a couple yeah, days ago. We don't need to throw at people. That's dangerous. You know, we ain't gotta be stupid about shit. You ain't gotta fucking get all salty about it. If you're a pitcher, then you you have all the control. You you throw the ball wherever you want, right? Don't be mad because you left that curveball hanging and he rocked it out of the park and he wanted to do a dance the first. Just like if I strike yep. you out after you pointed and 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 hit a home run last time, I'm gonna fist pump the shit out of it until you go sit down. You just gotta deal with it. Tip your cap and move on. Completely agree. I, I, baseball should be and needs to be more fun. And I appreciate that these newer stars, Mookie Betts, uh, Tatis, Vladdy Jr., are really kind of injecting that, Acuna, are really kind of injecting that back into baseball. But as a pitcher, I'm not trying to stick up for these people who are salty or whatever. But you have to control the plate. So you're going to have to throw, you have to throw one past their head every now and then just to make sure that you get them off the plate. So, like, I don't know how I, I, you were a pitcher. I don't know how you kind of walk that line between making sure that this dude isn't going to crowd the play too much and being shown up and letting natural feelings affect where you throw the ball. It's it's funny because you want you obviously as a pitcher, like I, I want the batter to be uncomfortable. I want him to think that there's a chance that not that I'm going to throw at him for anything on purpose, but Mm -hmm. there's a chance that I'm, this guy's just like, this guy throws really hard and he's kind of wild. Oh fuck. I, I, instead of thinking about digging into the box and hitting the ball where, where where it's going to be pitched, you're thinking about, Oh shit, is this going to be the one that he accidentally hits me in the, wherever you know, cause the fastball got away from him. Right. So you're not dug in as much. Obviously that's a benefit. 
as as I like I came up I was on varsity as a freshman. So by the time the end of my sophomore year and on obviously as a junior and then even more so as a senior, like not a lot of people that weren't either underclassmen on varsity were really not digging in the box. They knew I wasn't going to hit them, right? They knew I was just going to throw inside. I wasn't going to get them. But I am not afraid of mixing it up. I'm not afraid of throwing behind you and getting you a little uncomfortable, right? There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm not going to throw at your head or anything like that. So, okay. you know. I mean, it, plus, isn't, I, can't, can't you once say that throwing behind someone is worse than throwing at your head? No. Because your inclination as a batter is when you see it coming to step back. Yeah, but if it's below your chest. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Right, that's and fair. I'm not yeah. throwing at your knees. I'm not throwing above your chest. Like, you should be able to get out of the way or at least get it hit, hit let it hit you in the meat somewhere. Okay. Right, but that's I didn't. I, I rarely threw at people, right? I was like, I'd rather strike you. I think I'm better than you. I'm going to strike you out, right? Um, I never had anybody really taunt me after anything. I never really taunted it. I mean, I had fist bump. I had guys hit home runs off me. You dance all you want. You hit the fucking home run. Uh, the big thing I did was, though, my pickoff move. Uh, I do like a real – like I knew the guy was over there and he wasn't going to go, so I do it really slow. And then I just lob the ball over. And the other team, if they had seen it before, <laughs> would be like, ooh. And then I'd get set, and then I'd do the good move. And, like, you didn't even see me start to turn, and the balls are – and I've just fired a dart, and he's out. And then I look at their bench, and I go, ooh. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because one of these days we need to have a conversation. Not today, clearly. Oh, the unwritten but, rules uh, of baseball? Yeah, they're stupid. Not that. <laughs> we know that's stupid. But the most perplexing thing in baseball history, what the fuck is a balk? Oh, yeah, I can. We're yeah, going to talk about that one day. We get that one day. I, that's I, don't like, th- I don't think anybody knows. No, and it's boring, too. I don't it's think like one of the Double Day knows what a balk is. It's like the rules of King of the Mountain from, from <laughs> that we always talk about on, on DWI. <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyway, anyway, let me just run down a few of these trades we didn't mention, and then we can, you know, give our last thought here and, and let these people enjoy the rest of their Friday evening. We talked about the White Sox. They pick up a good infielder, Cesar Hernandez, uh, from the Indians. I said, Brad Hand goes to the Blue Jays. They, they get a nice closer there. Uh, Joey Rodriguez was also a nice pitcher for the Yankees was also involved in that gala that the Yankees got trade. Uh, Eduardo Escobar was from the Diamondbacks to the Brewers. The A's pick up a nice outfielder in Starling Marte from the Marlins. Adam Frazier, probably one of the biggest gets, who's having an amazing year with Pittsburgh, ends up going to the Padres. Uh, that'll be a nice middle of the infield between him and Tatis Jr. for mm-hmm. the Padres. Uh, the Astros got a couple of pitchers. The Rays got a pitcher and a catcher. They also picked up DH Nelson Cruz, so there's a little bit more power for the Tampa Bay Rays, who are right in that know he race lost as well. Balls. What's that? You know he launched them hoes. <laughs> if he if if he if he get if he gets the bat on the ball, it's gone. Sure. I like it. So those are some of your trades from yesterday. There could be a few more this afternoon after we record. There's about four hours left in the trade deadline, but it looks like that deal for Trey Turner and Max Scherzer is being finalized as we speak. They will be Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, fun show today. Crazy how crazy how the Dodgers stole stole Scherzer from the from the dads. By the way, man, they're. They're good at them last-second deals, I'll tell you that. I'm looking forward to the rest of the baseball season. I can't wait for NBA free agency to start. Yes. Uh, we're going to get that next week. Uh, but uh, great show today, Ray. I had a great time. I did, too. I appreciate it, man. Uh, hey, so much is happening in sports. It's a good time for sports. Let's continue to enjoy it because men are having much longer. So let's enjoy the shit out of it right now. Amen. But 
yeah, so we I guess we got to get out of here, right? So let's 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 do the business. Of course, you can find our brother not on the show, Chris Platt at the real C Platt. I am at it's Ray Cash, R E Wise Mysterio, C A S H as in dollars. Mr. Commissioner, where you at? Find me at PC Tony, Twitter and Facebook. Listen to everything on Chairshot Radio Network, all your favorite streaming platforms. Head over to Chairshot.com. Sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment. Always use your head. ProWrestlingTees.com. ProWrestlingTees.com. Forward slash the chair shot. Pick up a chair shot t-shirt. Get it in soft style. Your epidermis will thank you for it. Makes a great gift as well. I guarantee it. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Hey, man. Uh, So uh, hopefully the people in, in the lottery, these lottery picks do well enough that they can make it win like we just had tonight. We'll see y'all next time. Right. Tune in tomorrow morning. Me and Ray are going over the Madden ratings. Let's find out what we're pissed off about. Thanks for tuning in, guys. <laughs> this has been Three Man Weave, Chair Shot Radio Network, thechairshot.com. DJ And they stay there, and they say yeah, and they stay there. Cause all I do is win, win, win. And if you going in, put your hands in the air, make them stay there. Luda, ludicrous going in on the verse, cause I've never been defeated and I won't stop now. Keep your hands up, get them in the sky for the homies that ain't making them up. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.